they don't teach us purpose. They condition us to be wives. Okay, you need to learn how to cook. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if I know my purpose as an individual, as a woman, and so when I'm looking for a man, I'm even able to identify his mm-hmm. purpose mm-hmm. so that I am able to submit to his purpose, to his mission. So I'm able to help him attain that. Because I feel like that should be the reason why people get married, not just because of, I guess, financial reasons or love each other or to escape loneliness, whatever the reason may be. But I feel like it's way deeper. It's way more complex than that. Mm. And so if they condition us or they teach us about purpose, they groom us to be purposeful women. I think women can change the world one man at a time. Uh, we got you we got you (laughs) (laughs) always glad to hear that so we're gonna take it back a little bit this is something that we think is definitely it's a pandemic on its own on the african continent it's something that a lot of us face a lot of the cultures if not all the cultures on the african continent especially the black cultures are constantly faced with you hit puberty learn how to use a pad and two seconds later you being trained to be a wife right so let's take it back a little bit to our childhood what was it like growing up and like what kind of families do you ladies come from like how many siblings do you have how many girls how many guys and like what was sort of like the dynamic or the difference in the dynamic in the way that you were brought up there's like five of us in the fam three girls two guys mm-hmm. and firstborn was was a female and you know coming from a staunchly not really staunchly but at the time strictly Congolese people mm-hmm. growing up with them you know you hear all the stories about how you know they were like really strict on her how she had to be perfect because of you know First of all, just like the standard she had to uphold and, you know, the figure of the older sister, you know. Yeah. And then as time went on, she would tell us chats about like, these people genuinely are not like in a bad way, but like they're grooming me to be this exceptional person. Mm -hmm. And a part of me, myself, just like got that vibe, like, you know, I need to be the same. I need to copy that. My parents aren't necessarily the type of people to be like, when you're 12, it's like my child, you know, Mm -hmm. get ready. You know, a man's going to come for you (laughs) (laughs) one day and, you know, all sorts of things. It wasn't like that. It was more of a thing of just be ready for yourself, be ready for the future. But at the back of their their minds, I swear, they were probably thinking, this girl needs to be as perfect as the elder's daughter. Because when time comes, when the time comes, she's going to have to find a husband. Mm. And for me being a 12 year old, because hearing these chats, because I think around 12 years old, 13 years old, that's when we started having these chats, but like very, very subtly, not Mm. in your face, you know, having two brothers, you know, and them just living their lives, la vida loca kind Mm. of vibe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, watching them like, why can't I have the same freedom? And every time I'd have those questions, they'd be like, no, it's because you're a girl and you can't live like that. Telling me, low key, listen, if you don't keep your act straight, 
things are going to be tough for you because you're a female. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> two guys, no older than me. They're living their lives and, you know, growing up watching that, it was just like, can I, like I said, I want to live the life they had. But my just parents a were little bit. Like, just a little, Yana, <laughs> just a tiny bit, please. <laughs> no, definitely not. But besides that, growing up, I'm still growing up, but like living in the Sansa household, it's a chilled, you know, not too much in your face Congolese tradition, but it's there. A weird upbringing, but I loved it. I love it. On my side of the world, there's three of us at home. My older brother, my older sister, and me. So with my brother, I don't think there was any sort of pressure on his end. You know, he's a guy. He can do whatever he wants to do. Come back whatever time he wants to come back Mm -hmm. from wherever. Groove or from hanging out with his friends. But my sister and I, it was always different from a very young age. It's a don't sit like that. Girls Mm -hmm. don't sit like that. No, when you're wearing a dress or a skirt you must act like this you you know it's always one of those i understand the etiquettes but it's always okay women don't do this wives don't do this okay from a very young age and i saw it a lot oh i see it a lot still with my older sister you see the older you get like when you hit about 23 Mm -hmm. going to 25 they start with a okay so where is he (laughs) (laughs) so where is he (laughs) him who and um but when I look at my brother, there wasn't any of those. Till today, you know, they don't pressurize him. He, need, he can do whatever he wants to do. And of course, I'm feeling the pressure as well because I'm hitting that age. Mm-hmm. But I've really noticed how girls from a really young age are just conditioned to be wives. Mm-hmm. And with the men, not so much. With the boys, they don't really condition them the way they condition girls. And I've seen that in my own family. I think it's quite interesting, actually, because I am a firstborn. So I can kind of like take from both of your stories. And I have two younger siblings. So I have a younger brother and a younger sister. So basically, it was kind of like a bit of melanin story, a bit of your story, because firstborn girls. So like you kind of have to be perfect, at least with academics and and that kind of a thing. Like I could sort of lead by example in that. And that was great slash is great still. But there's always that pressure of like, it's not just, okay, don't do this. It's it's not proper. Don't do that. It's not. It's don't do this because no one's going to want to marry you. Or don't do this or like don't go there and whatever because it's gonna like tarnish your chances of being a wife things like household chores and stuff like that it was never like yeah i need to do my bed or i need to clean the house or i need to like mop or whatever because common sense you need to be clean or i need to learn to clean up after myself but in the back of my mind if not the foreground actually it was just you need to know how to clean because one day you're going to have to clean your own house. You're going to have to clean after, you know, your husband or whatever the case may be. So I kind of resented those things because I was just like, ah, but if I'm doing this for, you know, somebody's son, then I might as well. Ah, if, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I might as well not want to get married or not get married. Then if that's the only reason why I'm learning how to do these things, then I won't learn how to do this. It's only now as it's hitting you at like 21, you're like, oh, snap. Like I could actually get a job in like a different province or in a different country and these skills you know they have to kick in in those instances but otherwise it just felt like okay this is the main the major reason like if I wasn't a girl maybe I wouldn't have all this pressure on me to know how to do these things yeah 
the cooking thing because we all know it's the infamous pop story pop is also known as food <laughs> you know and it's like bro literally i think that was that was for me the, the day i learned how to to cook pop i was like wow like i think i've like I've i mean just, like wife level one just you know <laughs> just in case your husband's african you gotta learn how to make food dude what if he's not african you know <laughs> was that ever something that actually crossed our parents mind like what if he's not like what if he actually doesn't <laughs> like this you know i'm not gonna lie hey i was introduced to this very violently <laughs> wow first of all every <laughs> congolese music in the morning <laughs> and i remember my first time you know the thing is for me i personally love doing chores I, I genuinely do people find it extremely strange i love doing dishes i don't mind ironing and doing laundry you will find me saturday morning doing laundry like it's like it's me eating cake guys i absolutely loved it yeah i still do but my problem was when it was you're going to now have to cook there's like what four of you guys before me yeah. <laughs> why do i need to learn how to cook <laughs> yeah. right now and i'm telling you guys i'm so ashamed of this but i'm gonna say it i learned how to cook pop properly when i was 17 17 and i'm telling you guys they fought me hey they fought <laughs> me my mom was not having it there'll be times where she will make me sit in the kitchen and watch her she would force me to learn how to make fish you know like how to make it smoky how to make smoked chicken you know at some time mm-hmm. like oh, this is a bonding session but mm-hmm. it's so forced that it just feels like I don't want to be here. I don't yeah. want to watch you do this. It felt so forced to the point where it'd be like, they would hate me. They'd be like, child, cook, do mm-hmm. something or mm-hmm. else we don't know what's going to happen to you in your future. You, you need to do something. And I remember my mom once told me that she's like, you're going to starve and all oh, no. the prettiness is going to go away. Wow. <laughs> I was like, you why would you say that to you? I think I was like 15. And she said that to me. And I was like, yo. And that time I was very, my weight was on and off. Because you know, 15 year olds, you're yeah. eating nyols. Because it's like school, you have junk food. And you get home, it's more food and there's stress eating. And she would tell me, you're going to get, you're going to starve. You need to cook your food. If you don't cook food when you grow up, who's going to cook for you? You can't come to my house every day to come get fufu and come get, you know, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was introduced to it very violently. But, you know, I get it now. But then it was like a thing of, no, man, I, I don't need this right now. But it was very violent. <laughs> and everyone was like, you need to learn. You need to learn. Mm. As a last point, it was very difficult because I was just like, but there's so many of you. Exactly. It wasn't even a thing about marriage or anything. It was just a thing of like... <laughs> It's four of you. Can you guys not do it yourselves? (laughs) And I totally relate with that because I'm also a lost born. I always feel like, yeah, but why don't you do it? (laughs) Like, why? I I mean, that's why you came before me so that Mm. you can do these things. Exactly. And the thing for me is, I was always like that. My sister used to do most of the stuff, like the cooking, the cleaning. I won't lie. I was spoiled a little bit. Mm -hmm. So for me, getting into that chores, it was very difficult. I was like, guys, I don't want to do this. (laughs) And I was always, and I was that brat, you know, and even while growing up, you know, obviously you got to change. Uh, you got to start being a little bit more helpful at home. That's how I got more into it. I didn't dive in. I just put my feet in mm-hmm. and then I got into it real slowly. Mm-hmm. And it made me more independent. Like I didn't have to wait for my sister to make fufu if yeah. I was hungry. Mm. But the thing is, for me, it's the, okay, you need to learn how to make this dish just in case. 
you mm. know, your man is African because I don't like making fish. I just feel like it's too complex. Thank you. Yeah, but it's okay. Now you have to go in the kitchen today and do it because you never know. That's the thing that kind of caused me to pull back a little bit because I was like, I don't have to do this. What if he's not African? <laughs> you know, what if he's from the West? Mm. Yeah, but I guess it's just a, a thing that I had to get into, not just because of family, but just for myself, just for yeah. a little bit of independence. I mean, I'm there with, with melanin. I also got into it quite late. It was quite embarrassing. But you know, so we're just going to confess and um, move <laughs> on from this point. I think I was 18. Like I could do rice. You know, like after you, you can do rice and you can like make sauce. Like you feel accomplished. Like you can at least feed yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I was content with that. Like and minced meat. Like, you know, mm-hmm. spaghetti. I mean, you are Like after that, I mean, you can live on that. So that rice was- sauce. And chicken. you could and chicken drumsticks. I'm telling you, that was the major thing. I was just like, oh snap! Like if I don't know how to cook up, like no one's actually gonna want to marry me, you know? Or oh, like my parents oh, wow. are not gonna feel like I can actually be married by somebody that actually has sense. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna learn how to do this. But my major thing, I think, was always that's like that's why I always had like a very like laid back attitude towards these things was because I was like, I know I can do this, and I'm the type of person like when I need to do something or like I need to get something done or I need to achieve something, whether I know how to do it or I have knowledge about it or whatever, I'm going to make sure that I do it. And so I was always like, if I need to, I'm going to know how to do it when I need to do it. Or I'm going to find a way to learn how to do it. Or, you know, with the cleaning and stuff, it was like, but I know how to clean. So when it's going to get to the point where it's going to be required of me to do it all the time i will do it but for now it's just mm-hmm. like ah you know we're just not there yet we're just not there you know but i totally understand like now especially my parents just explained to me like dude like you're actually gonna embarrass us because i'm now teaching you this thing to say because for the longest time it was just like ah for marriage for but now it's like okay now you actually need to know how to sustain yourself because if you get into a situation where you're living alone or you you're not in my house then you cannot come and embarrass me you need to be able to take care of yourself so now it's like oh snap i finally get your chat like you were actually just trying to teach me how to be a decent human being but if you packaged it Mm -hmm. in a different way maybe i would have accepted it a lot better Mm -hmm. so it's just the way they package yeah i totally agree with you guys if it was delivered in a different way Mm. i think it would have been accepted so much more I can already feel the way I'm going to be with my kids. Like, mm. it's just, oh, they're going to want to do it. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to feel forced. I don't want them to feel obligated. Mm. But they must know that these things should be learned. Mm. You know, survival of the fittest. I'm it's tell them it's basic stories. survival skills. Exactly. 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 That's what I'm going to chat to them about. Not, Moana, you're going to go get married in your house. Mm-hmm. And you need yeah. to learn these things. You're embarrassing me or... Mm-hmm. You're going to suffer. You know, mm. I don't want that chat. Like, it's like a thing of, come on. <laughs> the trauma. You're not, you're going to need this in your life. Not because of the man you're going to marry, but rather yeah. because of yourself when you leave my home. Who's going to take care of you then? Looking at that age and that time in our lives, what was your perception of marriage then? And what is your perception of marriage now? Now that you understand all of this, now that your parents' chat makes sense, now that you've had time to figure things out on your own. 
back then, I think I, I matured a little bit too quickly. I was mm. really on the chat of, yeah, I think I, I can do this. Mm. I can. I can hold a household. Lies. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> At the same time, I think I was very skeptical at the idea of a man solely wanting to be with the woman because of what she can bring or rather what she learns at home, like in terms of cooking and cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very skeptical because, you know, the, the way it was sold, it was like, you're not going to find one because you can't do this, this, this. I'm thinking, so now this guy, I thought love was was a lot. I thought mm. trust and communication came into play. So now this whole chat of I won't get married because of the fact that I can't cook up. This mm. is interesting. Now, I think after going through what I could say, my first serious relationship, I could say now, I get it. These things are important. These things do come into play, like a small percentage of it. Mm-hmm. It does mm-hmm. come into play. Also, because I think I've, I've dived a little bit deeper into my spirituality and I realized what it is to be a woman on, a, on its own. I hold the household as a woman. I'm going to be in charge of the house. So if I can't even take care of myself, how am I supposed to take care of other people? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. now I think my my ideology of marriage has completely changed from skepticism to more of a spiritual view, if I could say, and more of an understanding of what is a woman, if that makes sense. That's beautiful, profound. Yes. I get you a hundred percent. Um, at first for me, I was I didn't really pay much thought to it mm-hmm. in my teens. I really didn't pay much attention to it. It was just, you know, like almost like a romantic movie in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, while I was being taught that okay, you've got to learn how to cook and take care of the household. I'm just like, okay fine i will learn how to do all these things but why do i have to learn how to do these things in order to sustain a relationship or a marriage Mm. and that's why i relate so much to what melanin has said it's not just about that it's just being a woman and being a nurturer Mm. that i found to be really profound like you're not cooking just because you're man i don't know can cook or whatever but because you're the nurturer yeah, okay. you want to sustain your home, you want to sustain your life. And I think for me, it took that turn. Thinking of myself as a, as a nurturer. That is, and yeah. that's yeah. changed my perspective a lot. That is quite beautiful because just like you're saying, like all of these things, like I just realized recently. And it's because it comes up as you searching for yourself as you're getting to know yourself more as you're developing as a person in in my personal experience Mm. and so i was just asking myself like you're stuck in between the sort of like venn diagram of i want to be or i i'm capable of being this great i'll say career woman even though there's always like a negative connotation to it but like career woman or like great podcaster or whatever that you want to be and then on the other side there's like but I'm a Christian woman. And then Mm. the third circle is then, but I I do want to be married, right? Which is something Mm -hmm. that I actually should have asked you ladies at the beginning. Like, do you want to be married? Because I personally definitely want to be married. Just like Tricia said, it was always this like very beautiful, fantastical image growing up. For me, I was always in love with love to this Mm -hmm. day. No matter how painful the heartbreak, I still believe that love is amazing and love is real 
and it's still out there. That was marriage. It was just this beautiful pie in the sky, as people say. And I just thought that it's just like, you know, you just fall in love with this Prince Charming and you just this beautiful princess lady and it's just happily ever after. <laughs> it can be that, but it's not as simple and easy and at the snap of a finger, you just dream it and it comes to pass. Like there is that aspect of you being a nurturer and um, you being able to take care of your home, which includes you being able to cook and to clean and to sustain yourselves. Mm-hmm. Trust and everything. Because then it brings us to that very dreaded question. What are you bringing to the table? Because I think many of us women are very oblivious to that because you want to be like, yeah, he must be like this. But in the mask in South Africa, that's, that's basically <laughs> what it is. So we, yes. want to, we want to put down all of those requirements. Like he must do this. He must have a job. He must earn this amount of money. He must have a car and whatnot. But then you turn the table and you say, okay, but what must you have? What must you bring yeah. to the table? Because you can't just look pretty and expect somebody to be at your beck and call and provide everything for you and whatnot. These are not your second parents. Like this is someone else's child. And this is somebody that mm-hmm. you profess to want to build something with have a future with so what must you then require in order to qualify to enjoy this kind of life wow you are so that's, yeah that's <laughs> 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 yeah i never thought about that as much hey like the dude now what about you a lot of social media posts have been popping up lately you know you're starting to see females saying no listen don't ask me what i'm bringing what are you bringing like mm-hmm. females are actually starting to wake up and be like i thought this was a 50 50 my guy mm-hmm. what are you coming here with mm-hmm. are you coming here with your full beard that connects mm-hmm. with oils and all <laughs> these new things that you're carrying with or are you genuinely bringing something that has substantial weight because mm-hmm. i'm clearly holding the whole house on my shoulders what about you sir we both have jobs so what are you bringing yeah you know it's a lot to think about and i also believe in being equally yoked okay so i can't say bring this have this and i don't even have any of those things Mm. so i feel like it's a 50 50 Mm. it must absolutely be a 50 50 yes Mm. he's a provider yes he's the head but and then you you're the neck you're supposed to still support the head yes Mm. you know so it's all right mm-hmm. maybe he has more than you or she has more than him mm-hmm. but at least you know you guys can meet each other halfway because it's not an unfair request of course i'm gonna put it out there and say this is a disclaimer to that which is that many men for the longest time history and everything it's always been that you're able to provide your personality doesn't really matter this marriage is for economic emancipation anyway and we're populating mm-hmm. the earth so let's do it now it's like okay provision like financially is not the only thing it's not the be all and end all what are you actually bringing to the table besides the money because just like Menelin said that like, i can do that too what else yeah you know am i gaining from this something that really makes females prestige top level people because we have everything we're like 360 we got everything we can mm-hmm. work we give you the kids we carry the kids we can do everything else that's in the house and i think now that's when a man truly has to be extraordinary substantial mm. like mm-hmm. you can't be this average it takes us back to what me and trisha were saying like off air we're trying to fit into this whole i already mentioned that whole venn diagram situation and it's just like as a christian woman you understand that you were created as a helper to your man mm-hmm. 
And then you have, yes, I am gifted, I'm talented. And my purpose is also to be this like philanthropist or to be this CEO that just takes this Fortune 500 company to the next level. And then you have that that moment of, but do I really want to get married? Because like Tricia said also, am I just getting married just to escape loneliness? Mm-hmm. Am I getting married because I fully understand and I'm fully committed to mm. the meaning of what this is? Mm. For me... That's one thing that I discovered growing up because they don't teach us purpose. They condition us to be wives. Okay, you need to learn how to cook. I get that. Mm -hmm. But if I know my purpose as an individual, as a woman, and so when I'm looking for a man, I'm even able to identify his Mm. purpose Mm -hmm. so that I am able to submit to his purpose, to his mission. So I'm able to help him attain that. Because I feel like that should be the reason why people get married. Not just because of, I guess, financial reasons or you love each other or to escape loneliness, whatever the reason may be. But I feel like it's way deeper. It's way more complex than that. Mm. And so if they condition us or they teach us about purpose, they groom us to be purposeful women. I think women can change the world. One man at a time. (laughs) (laughs) And if we are able to go into these men's lives as helpers, like the Bible says, we're able to not only fulfill ours, our own purpose, but help them fulfill theirs as well. Mm-hmm. And together we come in unison. Yeah. This may be a tad bit off topic. I don't know what I was reading, but I was reading like some sort of caption, I think on Pinterest or something. And it highlighted how women shouldn't be looking for a dude. The dude goes out and comes and finds the woman. I was like, mm, let me find this this in scripture. And then <laughs> I found it. It generally, guys, it generally says the woman mustn't even love the guy. The woman doesn't even need to love the dude. Mm. You know, like, I saw that last week. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, oh, women don't even need to love the man. The man loves the woman as Christ loves the church. You know, the whole, that whole scripture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. you know, we read this back in the days. Very, It was just very shallow reading. Like we didn't really get it. And I'm thinking, I don't have to love my husband. But yet now we still do. We first submitted ourselves and then we loved you. And now we've even taken your plan and moved with it Mm. and built this massive castle, this empire Mm -hmm. that you had in mind. And I'm I'm not supposed to love you, but yet I'm still doing that as well. No, we still do that at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Women don't have to love the man. It says that the man should love his wife like Christ loved the church and the women should just yeah. support and submit mm. to him and respect mm. him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, this might be crazy, but I think that works. I'm totally with you on that. When the woman respects the man, it just works. And when the, just guy just, when the guy mm. loves the woman more, I'm going to say more. Like, I'm going to say it for the ones in the back, more than she loves him. <laughs> it just, I feel like it just works better. Or if the love from the woman then comes after the guy has shown that, okay, like, definitely, definitely, I'm, I'm down for you. Then yeah, but before that, you that's why we seen so many disasters and, and Jolo is a pandemic and this and that, because... Mm-hmm. The order is wrong. Mm-hmm. The order. And I've I've had like my aunt give me advice on that. She's like, every time you feel like you like a guy more, you'll find that it's very difficult to even get his attention. Exactly. And you'll find that you'll be doing crazy things to hold his attention. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you will do mm-hmm. the stupidest things. But if a man loves you more, she's like, I promise you, you're going to be so much happier. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, girl, you know what? Let me give this a try. <laughs> so that's why I, I know for sure it works so much better. I've I've seen it myself. And that's why I always tell myself that because I've experienced that, I'm not going to then settle for less, settle for someone that I need yeah. to be dragging your attention. Mm. No, mm. because I've yeah. seen it. It works and it, it's mm. real, you know? So mm. unless they're hooked and they show that they hook, because gents are like very... When it comes to that, it's very blunt. It's either they like you or they don't like you. And if they like you, you're going to know. If you have to ask yourself the question, then it's a no. (laughs) (laughs) It's as simple as that. Mm. If you love the man more than he loves you, uh, try. Thank you. It's it's, it's really going to be a problem. A man has to love the woman more because a woman can learn to love. A man cannot. Men cannot. They're just weird creations that they can't. A Mm. woman can learn to love you even though she does it. Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning. But as time goes on, she starts to take your faults, your flaws, all those things, all those things that belong in the trash, and she makes them treasure. And she falls in love with that and puts you up on this pedestal. But men really can't do the same. Like Mm -hmm. most men aren't able to grow the love while the relationship is already working, is already moving. Men are so tough. Men cannot. (laughs) Men cannot. (laughs) Oh, Like with us ladies, it's... it's it's three things. Either she just doesn't want, she likes you, or she's hungry. Like, <laughs> she's hungry. <laughs> it's simple, you know? And so that's why I'm like, no, the gents are the ones that are actually complicated. They can be. That's why I like what you said. If you got to ask yourself questions, it's probably a no. Mm-hmm. somebody who really likes you and is down for you I think will always do the right thing mm. shouldn't put you in a position to question yourself or the relationship yeah exactly yeah now some of the ideals and behaviors that you guys were taught to accept from the opposite sex in marriage because I mean we have these conversations just like you said like with your older sisters with your mom with your aunts what are some of those behaviors that you kind of have learned to accept or you have it's been exposed to you that okay this should be acceptable you should you should allow this men do not do household chores nor should men be expected to take care of the baby I yeah. do not like that. Mm. I absolutely hated it. I still do. Mm. Like, for instance, I'm known as the dishwasher at home because <laughs> I'm just always washing dishes. I have eczema on my hands. So there'll be times where I'm just like, I can't, I can't always do the dishes, you know? Mm. My brothers will be like, they're selling it and they're adding. And especially my older brother, because he has all these uh, Herbalife things. And it's like, he adds on. And I'm like, my guy, wash your dishes. And if mm. my mom hears me say that, she'll be like, oh, how can you expect him to do that? And I'm like, because he used them and yeah. he should help me out. She'll be like, no, but guys shouldn't be doing that. The girls don't do that. And I'm just like, <laughs> what what kind is that mm. <laughs> and then you have situations like not that he's a bad parent or he's an amazing parent amazing dad it's just a thing of okay i'm tired can you please put your son to sleep it's like eh? if my mom hears it's like rather just give him to me mm. i'll put him to sleep he shouldn't do that he shouldn't he's a man mm-hmm. men don't and i feel like we're forced to just accept the fact that they won't necessarily be 100 percent helpful and it mm-hmm. sucks because you know we need the help too that is such we a valid point. Do yeah. Everything. Yeah. And, you know, we want the help. It's not like we, we're going to force you to. As a woman, like Tricia said, we're nurturers. We're the ones who take care. We, it's just part of our genes, our feminine genes. Like, it's, it's just there. It's mm-hmm. something that it's instinct. And it sucks because they can't even help. Because now they also indoctrinated with the fact that they shouldn't be doing it either. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, guys, we need to come together to make something work. If I'm exhausted and you are just sitting on your couch expecting me to still continue because of how your mother treated you or how your previous girlfriend treated you because of how she was taught, it just causes this terrible ripple effect of not slavery, but what's the word for females that are being trapped? Um, that word. I just don't know what it is. But females that are, are stuck. Oppression. In, yes oppressed females mm-hmm. oppressed wives you we're all we were all indoctrinated sadly mm-hmm. but we need to break away from that because like i know tous les tantines, all the uncles when they are when they see the boys washing the dishes they shock mm. they're like where's the where are the girls in this house where yep. are the women in this house when the the guys are mopping where are the women it's like i think of it's not expected for a man to do this it's, it's like a, a whole new taboo mm. like, mm-hmm. wow girl that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the all men cheat and we should just make peace with it yep i just i can't yeah that's the one Mm, 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 (laughs) and i've heard this a lot like my aunt would tell me stories about some of her family members who've been cheated on but they get told by their mothers that no this is marriage Mm. you know go back home and fix this i'm just there like that's something i can never accept or tolerate or i don't think that women should be okay with that or like it's not okay at all and i understand okay maybe if children are involved it's a little bit more complex but that's one thing that i feel like women have just made acceptable in some way and it just shouldn't be at all at all <laughs> i think it's it's basis for divorce even so yeah, like that's the one reason that will allow us to divorce a man exactly yeah because okay you might say okay i forgive him but things will never be the same mm. and rather get out of it than live a hell of a life yeah literally when i think about it because i'm like a serious lover so if i am to love Lynn, i'm gonna go like a hundred percent all out so when i think about it i even have these conversations with my little sister and i'm just like if this is to happen to me there are only two possible options either i will kill you <laughs> or you'll be dead to me there's yeah this is no in between oh snip snip <laughs> Either way, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. There's uh, there's another thing that also I just thought about that bugs me about what we're supposed to expect, uh, except is the twist of submission that sort of allows abuse. Yes. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've seen it in so many families where it's like, oh, no, 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 no. You're supposed to submit. So whatever happens, just submit, Mm. submit, 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 submit. He will beat you, submit. He can even beat you to submission, but you must accept it. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. So you you expect me to let this man beat me to a pulp. I may be weaker than him or I may be stronger than him. But, you know, let's just take it in the case of I'm physically weaker than him. Mm. And he is beating me, you know, because I didn't do whatever, you know, or something is not up to his standards. Mm. And now because I'm the wife, I need to submit and I need to stay timid. What's the English word for it? I need to stay um, humble. Humble or no, humble is not even the right word. I need to, um, oh, dude, I need to look down. I need to look at my finger yes. and just accept yeah. it. Mm-hmm. No, man. Yeah. Like, ah, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Do you not see this royal highness in front of you? I'm and telling you. And, wow, guys. They're taunting when they're busy speaking in their little gatherings. Like, no, 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 no. They they beat, you know, Stephanie or whatever. But she she must stay. She must stay. They have a child together. She must stay. Or she needs the money. They must stay. 
or he's a stable yeah. husband she must stay mm-hmm. like i'm just like no but what kind of things are we teaching our daughters to accept like what that you are you are supposed to be beaten up if your husband is wants to beat you up you must just accept it no man it's sickening mm. it's sickening to the core submissions in the point where i have to nearly accept your abuse no man a woman who is loved properly correctly will submit on her own exactly the minute the submission has to be forced guys no 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 because nope. I, I i really feel like a woman who is loved properly that submission will literally come from the bottom of her heart mm. so it's always key i think to see like does this person bring that submission out of me are they loving me correctly are they loving me properly and like really make those decisions and look at those before you get into a whole relationship yes you know like a marriage because it's a it's a man's love that really makes his woman what she is precisely it goes back to to the scripture that melin was speaking about which is that women submit to your husbands but husbands love your wives as christ loves yeah loves the church or loves the church rather he loved us to the point of dying for us so that has to say something very serious about how your husband must then love you. And if he loves you to that point, then he's not going to want to beat you. Mm. So you can't demand submission if you if you mm. don't give the no. love. It has to be mm. a fair exchange. Definitely. Absolutely. That's why I, I wanted to also put emphasis on being equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Not just financially, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Okay. You can't go take on a person who is under yoked or overly yoked. Yes. You might not be able to handle that person. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) This conversation here, it's just like flashbacks and just thinking of how we're gonna face our parents after this. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think our parents have raised us well. Yes. Um it's only because of what they did back then that we are able to think the way that we think today. Definitely. So everything happens for a reason. And mm. every single day, I'm still being conditioned to be a wife. Same. But also being an adult, I have to make my own personal decisions as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I've been conditioned to do it this way. But from my experience, I'm going to take that and this and then put that and walk my walk. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I'm truly grateful to my parents for how they've raised me. But also, guys, (laughs) (laughs) they could have done a little bit. They could have changed things up just a little bit. Like Melanin said, I couldn't really see how I'm going to raise my kids. Mm. And that already is a blessing. Absolutely. I'm also very grateful to my parents. Like, shout out to them. They're amazing. They could have switched things up a bit. They could have spiced it a little bit up. But it's fine. You know, we turned out the way we turned out. And I think we, they did a pretty good mm-hmm. job. And even like being able to witness them and how like their marriage plays out. And, you know, just being able to like pick and see what i would like to implement and what i'd like to improve on and that kind of a thing so that's quite a privilege to even see them still together is a serious privilege so mm-hmm. it's, it's it's funny hey um how they must have said the same things like i'm gonna raise my children differently <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful how as time went on we're all gonna take things and we're all gonna just improve and improve it's like our children's upbringings will mm-hmm. just get better or some may worse hopefully mm-hmm. not touch wood but yeah. most of it gets better because i mean look at our parents guys they came from an era where things were hectic like their parents went through a lot guys and the parents before that went through the most and our ancestors went through slavery 
Mm-hmm. So we need to understand also at the same time, it's like they're really trying their best, which is also another thing to give props for. Like they're doing the most they can because they came from a time where parents, most parents were just too busy with wars or most parents were focusing on genocides and all sorts of things. So it's great and it's a privilege to have yeah. the parents we have right now. Totally. Such amazing parents at that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling Sakina off air, this whole self-care movement, I think it's the 21st century kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to go up to my aunt and say, okay, I don't want to get married right now because I just need self-care. I need to <laughs> take a moment to do to myself. I need to figure myself out. They did that sort of thing within their marriage mm. they were already deep and they're like okay i don't know about self-care but i'm just gonna take care of my family and whatnot so you're right melanie it's definitely a different time and that's why we just need to understand their ways mm. completely mm-hmm. we can't, we can't- disqualify everything and then you know like what sort of campus are we gonna have we need to pick and choose from what we've been taught and then and then move on from there so to conclude this really great episode i mean this conversation is not something that we can like sum up completely in a 30 to 40 minute episode but it was really great to sort of like break ground you know by having this conversation it, i know it, it helped me a lot just listening to you guys and like hearing from your experiences and i know that this episode is just in general going to help whoever that's listening to it male or female so lastly just in closing what then is your advice to the next generation of girls concerning this i would say change your perspective on marriage okay mm-hmm. let it let marriage be something that fulfills your human experience and not takes away from your human experience yes let your love or the love of your life be somebody who um, helps you fulfill your purpose or find your purpose and may you be that person that helps them fulfill their purpose as well Mm -hmm. because i truly believe that everyone is here on this earth to fulfill a purpose and so if we are ignorant to that we will die unfulfilled so yes love your person um yes right for your person but let it be more than just that Mm. that's my advice let it be a purpose fulfilling journey for you both and to add on to that also i would say i know this is it's probably going to be not foreshadowing but i'm probably like jinxing things but it's going to be a lot of heartbreak that's going to happen and the the advice i'd give is allow yourself to love again yeah allow yourself to be open to the idea of being loved and truly loved not how society portrays love or defines love true proper love because i mean if there is if you aren't allowing yourself to to love or be loved how will the matrimony happen how will you be open to even the thought of marriage allow yourself ladies allow yourself guys to love not play around not dilly dally but love like truly love loved it love 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 thank you so much ladies once again you know just in line with what melanin said what Tricia said you need to just allow yourself to love like i'm a serious lover of love like i i really really believe that i definitely came from someone's rib you know and 
ultimately part of my purpose on this earth is to be reunited with that rib and to fulfill my purpose as that person's rib. It's just to to complete each other. I think it's just that beautiful image of just like being completed, being reunited with this like long lost piece of yourself and, and just having like a beyond physical connection, something that's like just like they said beyond just the emotions beyond the bands beyond the vibes or even just being married in this fairy tale idea it's just this whole thing of god created us for each other or like god created us for a time such as this and just like Chrissy said we have a greater purpose than just yeah we're in love and this is great and whatever but no like i'm actually helping you and you helping me to fulfill my purpose on this earth i think that's such a beautiful thing to be able to go back to heaven one day and god is like yeah you you did that like that's what i sent you to do and you did that for each other that's that's just so beautiful and before we get any deeper and forget that we still live within in, you know space and time and so we kind of have to keep the short sweet and simple so you guys can ingest it digest it and just make it a part of yourselves continue to love continue to allow yourself to love to be loved most importantly something that i'm also very much struggling with to be loved you are worth it you're amazing you're perfect and there's nothing more beautiful than love actually so don't deprive yourself of that gift no matter who you are no matter what you've done or where you come from it is something that god has blessed us with and so with this little time that we have on earth at least enjoy that with that said thank you so much for listening to this episode thank you so much ladies for coming on it couldn't have been a better match right i really really mm. really wished we could have had natalie on here but the girl's getting the bag you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. thank you so much thank you for having us sakina thank you like i always say though like if you can't get the man you better get that bag girl like get that bag <laughs> yes, girl you're staying in your bag exactly mm-hmm. 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 so part of getting the bag is this beautiful podcast right where we have these great conversations so please do keep following us on instagram that is sakina speaks underscore s-a-k-i-n-a s-p-e-a-k-s underscore tell a friend tell a friend tell a family member let's make sakina speaks a household name you can also hit me up um, on my email address sakina speaks at gmail.com and feel free to then share your comments piece that you probably read which was connected to the episode topic or something that you'd like to share just based on this so just connect with me if you want to hit up melanin and Tricia, i will definitely then put their handles in on instagram they're amazing amazing ladies and Tricia is actually going to be i'm um, releasing a book on this very topic talk about a match made in heaven um and yeah. then of course you have melanin who is always writing these beautiful beautiful pieces that just capture the human experience in a very special and peculiar way we're all poets on this podcast right now so i think it's just going to be really amazing to just go on further and explore you know the workings of our minds through the little that we share on instagram take it stay safe sakina has spoken 